This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Genesis 41. Joseph's rise to power. At the end of two full years, Pharaoh had a dream. As he was standing by the Nile, seven fine-looking fat cows were coming up out of the Nile, and they grazed in the reeds. Then seven bad-looking thin cows were coming up after them from the Nile, and they stood beside the other cows at the edge of the river. The bad-looking thin cows ate the seven fine-looking fat cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. Then he fell asleep again and had a second dream. There were seven heads of grain growing on one stalk, healthy and good. Then seven heads of grain, thin and burned by the east wind, were sprouting up after them. The thin heads swallowed up the seven healthy and full heads. Then Pharaoh woke up and realized it was a dream. In the morning he was troubled, so he called for all the diviner priests of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but no one could interpret them for him. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I recall my failures. Pharaoh was enraged with his servants, and he put in prison in the house of the captain of the guards, me and the chief baker. We each had a dream one night. Each of us had a dream with its own meaning. Now a young man, a Hebrew, a servant of the captain of the guards, was with us there. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted the meaning of each of our respective dreams for us. It happened just as he said to us, Pharaoh restored me to my office, but he impaled the baker. Then Pharaoh summoned Joseph. So they brought him quickly out of the dungeon. He shaved himself, changed his clothes, and came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, and there was no one who could interpret it, but I have heard about you that you can interpret dreams. Joseph replied to Pharaoh, It is not within my power, but God will speak concerning the welfare of Pharaoh. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing by the edge of the Nile. Then seven fat and fine-looking cows were coming up out of the Nile, and they grazed in the reeds. Then seven other cows came up after them. They were scrawny, very bad-looking, and lean. I had never seen such bad-looking cows as these in all the land of Egypt. 
the lean, bad-looking cows ate up the seven fat cows. When they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had done so, for they were just as bad-looking as before. Then I woke up. I also saw in my dream seven heads of grain growing on one stalk, full and good. Then seven heads of grain withered and thin and burned with the east wind were sprouting up after them. The thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads of grain. So I told all this to the diviner priests, but no one could tell me its meaning. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, both dreams of Pharaoh have the same meaning. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows represent seven years, and the seven good heads of grain represent seven years. Both dreams have the same meaning. The seven lean, bad-looking cows that came up after them represent seven years, as do the seven empty heads of grain burned with the east wind. They represent seven years of famine. This is just what I told Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the whole land of Egypt. But seven years of famine will occur after them, and all the abundance will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will devastate the land. The previous abundance of the land will not be remembered because of the famine that follows, for the famine will be very severe. The dream was repeated to Pharaoh because the matter has been decreed by God, and God will make it happen soon. So now Pharaoh should look for a wise and discerning man and give him authority over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh should do this. He should appoint officials throughout the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should gather all the excess food during these good years that are coming. By Pharaoh's authority, they should store up grain so the cities will have food and they should preserve it. This food should be held in storage for the land in preparation for the seven years of famine that will occur throughout the land of Egypt. In this way, the land will survive the famine. This advice made sense to Pharaoh and all his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, Can we find a man like Joseph, one in whom the Spirit of God is present? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Because God has enabled you to know all this, there is no one as wise and discerning as you are. You will oversee my household and all my people will submit to your commands. Only I, the king, will be greater than you. See here, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I place you in authority over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his own hand and put it on Joseph's. He clothed him with fine linen, clothes, and put a gold chain around his neck. Pharaoh had him ride in the chariot used by the second in command, and they cried out before him, Kneel down! So he placed him over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your permission, no one will move his hand or his foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zaphnath paneah He also gave him Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, to be his wife. So Joseph took charge of all the land of Egypt. Now Joseph was 30 years old when he began serving Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph was commissioned by Pharaoh and was in charge of all the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced large, bountiful harvests. Joseph collected all the excess food in the land of Egypt during the seven years and stored it in the cities. In every city, he put the food gathered from the fields around it. Joseph stored up a vast amount of grain like the sand of the sea until he stopped measuring it because it was impossible to measure. Two sons were born to Joseph before the famine came. Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, was their mother. 
Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, saying, Certainly God has made me forget all my trouble and all my father's house. He named the second child Ephraim, saying, Certainly God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. The seven years of abundance in the land of Egypt came to an end. Then the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had predicted. There was famine in all of the other lands, but throughout the land of Egypt, there was food. When all the land of Egypt experienced the famine, the people cried out to Pharaoh for food. Pharaoh said to all the people of Egypt, go to Joseph and do whatever he tells you. While the famine was over all the earth, Joseph opened the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians. The famine was severe throughout the land of Egypt. People from every country came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain because the famine was severe throughout the earth. Psalm 91, verses 1 through 16. As for you, the one who lives in the shelter of the Most High and resides in the protective shadow of the Sovereign One, I say this about the Lord, my shelter and my stronghold, my God in whom I trust. He will certainly rescue you from the snare of the hunter and from the destructive plague. He will shelter you with his wings. You will find safety under his wings. His faithfulness is like a shield or a protective wall. You need not fear the terrors of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in the darkness, or the disease that ravages at noon. Though a thousand may fall beside you and a multitude on your right side, it will not reach you. Certainly, you will see it with your very own eyes. You will see the wicked paid back. For you have taken refuge in the Lord, my shelter, the Most High. No harm will overtake you. No illness will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you in all you do. They will lift you up in their hands so you will not slip and fall on a stone. You will subdue a lion and a snake. You will trample underfoot a young lion and a serpent. The Lord says, because he is devoted to me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he is loyal to me. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him when he is in trouble. I will rescue him and bring him honor. I will satisfy him with long life and will let him see my salvation. Matthew 4 verses 1 through 11. New Testament reading, The Temptation of Jesus. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered, It is written, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the highest point of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will lift you up, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, Once again it is written, You are not to put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their grandeur. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you throw yourself to the ground and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, You are to worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him and the angels came and began ministering to his needs. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Merciful God, we just thank you for your providence, O God. We thank you for your sovereignty, O God. We thank you, O God, that when we call upon you, O Lord, we know that you are with us. We know, O God, that you are for us. We thank you that you are our refuge and our ramparts, O God. I ask, O God, that you would be with each and every person that is hearing this word, O Lord God, your precious word spoken to us, O Lord God. We pray that you would keep us from the schemes and the plots of the enemy, O God. We pray that you would protect us and keep our eyes fixed on you. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season three features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Packiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Got something to say